and everyone. Oh dear, did you? Why not? Uh, it's a new happy year. Happy 2022! Say goodbye to your eardrums. <laughs> it wouldn't be us if we did it right. That is my definition of doing it right. <laughs> when things go smooth in this podcast, that's when you should panic. Yeah. You know what I say? If, if it's too loud, then you're too old. Get <laughs> the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, it's 2022. We took a break last week. so We kind of earned it. Deal with that, whatever. Um, and it was Christmas and nothing had happened. Yeah, uh, there was there was nothing to talk about, and unless you want us to talk about wrestling for two hours, yeah, we would have just been fantasy booking for two hours. <laughs> but uh, since it's New Year, let's start off by looking back at the previous year, um, as we always do. So here's what we're gonna try and do: so we're gonna go through the the releases. Um, and pick out what we played in games wise because yeah. movies and, uh, and and tv shows i i didn't watch a ton of stuff that just came out this year um and true true well there much. wasn't a ton of stuff yeah same uh, even even with anime stuff there wasn't a, a lot of releases that happened that i was particularly interested in um so that that's mm. you know 2021 was pretty shit for everything um to be honest yeah, there was uh, a lot of pushbacks even in the game world. Yeah, not and, and not a lot of big stuff coming out, um, which is understandable given the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll go through here, pick out what we played, and maybe in real time pick our game of the year, and maybe we'll have the same one, maybe we won't. Mm. How's that sound? <laughs> Sounds good to me. I, I got a feeling we might end up on the same game. I just just have this feeling. <laughs> a certain very tall vampire lady told me a secret about what our game of the year is going to be. Anyway, um, so kicking off, <laughs> kicking off with uh, January. Um, so I suppose the there's straight off the bat two big ones for yourself. I didn't play them. Uh, Hitman Three and Ride Four. Hitman Three was absolutely amazing. It was there was there was a couple of levels some people didn't like because uh, you, you know the Hitman formula. Here's a big sandbox. Mm-hmm. Figure out how to kill the target, and then you can try and replay it different ways. You know, see the silliest way you can kill them, the quickest way you can kill them, the most silent way, and all the rest of it. But there was two particular missions that some people were thought were a bit unHitmanish. Uh, the final level is like an actual third-person shooter, but if you're good enough, you can mm. do it without getting spotted. But you're basically on the back end of a train. And it's kind of like Snowpiercer. You have to get to the front of the train. Right. And and as 40... Well, the first time I played it, I was all, well, there's loads of people here, so I'm going to just maul my way through it. And because there was so much cover and stuff, you were playing like a third-person shooter. But then I played through it, and I was all, right, I'm going to see if I can do this without getting spotted. And that was a lot more challenging and actually a lot more fun to sneak past people and sort of, you know, you're on the outside of the train pulling boys out the window and all so nobody sees them and all that. It was, if you if you wanted to play it as Hitman, you still could, but nobody seemed to catch on to this and the reviews were all ripping into this last level. And they just probably weren't very good at Hitman, but I thought it was an absolutely <laughs> amazing game. 
I thought it was fantastic, and that, I actually really enjoyed the last level. And the other level I thought was very good, uh, was very, very, very different. Uh, you were in like a nightclub, and you didn't know who your targets were. You had to actually find them because they were like undercover guys, and you had to like try and watch the crowd for people like talking into a radio and stuff. That's and then, like they're elusive contracts, but kind of like that. But the whole mission was like I think there was twelve of them in this nightclub. They knew who you were. That was the other thing as well. So they would spot you first <laughs> unless you could see them. So you had to sort of like watch from rafters and things. You had to play like Sting for a while. But um, oh, I thought it was a fantastic level as well. But all in all, the, the amount of updates and stuff to it, and of course being the, the Hitman recent franchise, all your Hitman 1 and your Hitman 2 stuff carried over to Hitman 3. So basically I like, had this giant trilogy of games in one game. Mm-hmm which was very damn cool. And it was one of the first games that I actually properly got to experience the haptic feedback on my PlayStation 5 with the controller and stuff. All the guns and all the, like, when you're using the sniper rifles, you really had to pull that trigger and all. It was pretty damn cool. Yeah, yeah. Anything to say about Ride 4? Just bikes. It, it bikes. really works your fingers out. <laughs> Bike over. I, I've, I, I saw um, a lot of people saying that this one is nowhere near as good as 3, and that's 3 is where the... Really? I think Rep 4 is better than 3. Yeah, fair enough. Hmm. I could see maybe why, because I know there was a few tracks that were taken, a few fan-favorite tracks that were taken out, but that was licensing things, because uh, MotoGP got the rights to them and took them from Ride and things. But Ride still has some of the bigger tracks. I mean, they still have the Northwest 200. Uh, they lost the Ulster Grand Prix, but that's just because the Ulster Grand Prix isn't really a thing anymore. Um, so they, that's just not a not a track. But no, I would definitely say four would be better than three. I'm not too sure why. I must get a look at that and find out why they're saying. Oh, I, 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 just I curious, know. just I, out of curiosity. I, I'm pretty sure it was actual, you know, technical things like the braking's better in three or so, or some shit like that. Um, I no uh, idea, well, I know in four you really have to. Thankfully, there now when it was first released, it was very very simulation sort of. You had to know your brakes and stuff, but there was a big update for it just after it came out. That you know, for people like myself who don't know all that, you could just right. have the game do it all automatically. So maybe for you. that's probably what it was then. People were mm. like, "What the fuck is? I don't know what I'm doing." Um, cause uh, that's how you, like I I probably would have you know put that down after some struggling with it. Oof, big time but um no i think I, I don't know if you've ever seen this as well people still say to this day ride four on the playstation 5 it holds like this crazy graphic record oh yeah yeah like, yeah i've seen the, the levels like it's it's like stupidly realistic looking um it's crazy looking realistic it really is like hutchie sent me a photo once and it's literally his my friend hutchie by the way is a biker and does track days but he sent me a photo and he literally said underneath this photo, is this a track day photo or is this me playing ride? And I was trying to find any type of indication if the photo was real or not. And I couldn't work it out. <laughs> it turned out it was an actual track day photo. But I was like, that's crazy that I'm actually thinking that might be a game. Because mm. the game's that good looking. But fantastic. He's able to do his because you can do your own helmet designs, your own overall designs. So he literally has himself on his own bike in this game. <laughs> You have to wonder, it's like, why <laughs> you could like go take that actual bike in in the, those actual leathers and things and go actually? Yeah, but remember, 
Remember what country we live in? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a bit I guess, pissy all the I guess time. We, we can't just turn the rain off. <laughs> uh, but no, a great game as well. So January for me, the only thing that's standing out that I played. Now the Yakuza Remastered Collection came out and all that, but that's like they're old games. Um, mm. For what I played was the Medium, which was a blooper team ah, game. Ah, yes, you played this. That looked very Silent Hill ish. Um, Definitely not one of the best things I played last year. Mm. Um, it is. Did you have high hopes for it? Yeah. Well, it, it yeah it got me a bit hyped by invoking a lot of Silent Hill stuff, and it is mm. purely surface level only. Um, there's no depth to it after that. It's just really sort of uh, meh story, really minimal <laughs> gameplay. Everything's very straightforward. Um, you know, almost you're just walking, walk down the corridor, walk down the normal corridor, solve this really stupidly simple pro- puzzle, and. Uh, and then just continue on more with this this story, and it's it's just I know like if Blooper Team get their hands on Silent Hill and make a game, uh, it's the best I think we can hope for is something like Downpour, which yeah yeah it'll probably work fine in that, but it's it's not going to be it's not going to be have much substance to it. Um, no, I think you're right there. Which is kind of all their games. They're they're just like uh, walk through the haunted house games. Um, yeah, hundred percent. If the thing about a blooper team game, you only need to play one of them. You don't need to play them all. Yeah. You, once you've played one, you've played them all. It's all like psychological. So you can play one and enjoy it. Yeah, this is like psychological horror, but is it really? Because it is literally has jump scares in it, and there's you know scenes where you're being have to sneak around a monster is it that, that's that's not psychological but, no no um but they great. do that in all their games they do uh, uh, that was that was uh disappointing to say the mm. least into february then um i just gotta point this out because i uh, just finished this game uh control ultimate edition came out now that's 2019 originally but this was the uh, PS5 and uh, Series X version because I don't know if you ever tried to play Control on a PS4, it didn't didn't go well. <laughs> yeah, I heard a lot about that. But this they is were a, patching it for ages. Yeah, th- this is 60 frames a second, and it, it was just uh, down to you know the PS4 not being able to run it because it doesn't have enough mm. horsepower. Um, but PS5. And Series X certainly do um, get a nice solid 60 frames a second. You can turn on the ray tracing mode if you're nuts, because why would you take that over, yeah. you know, that at 30 over just at 60? Um, control's real good. It's very, very good. Um, Have it, my library must play it. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely worth your time. The The DLC, the Alan Wake DLC, is not great in it, but the, the core game of it is is very, very good. Very weird. Um, if you like that sort of SCP or X-Files type stuff, um, mm, mm. especially the SCP stuff, I don't know if you've ever seen that before, where it's like, you know, that website where people just write weird, um, like, 
SCP Foundation reports on weird shit happening. And it's like this f- fake sort of, at most of it's shit because it's like, it's like done like, it's like a wiki so anyone can write. And uh, 99% of the people that write articles for it can't fucking write. Um, yeah. <laughs> but the, the idea of it's really good and you get some really cool sort of, we, um, sort of wee stories out of these things where they're just cataloging these strange events. And that's what the uh, control is. Like you're in this uh, federal bureau of control that deal with, uh, you know, these events that happen and the altered items of power stuff. Uh, like, you know, you'll have a fridge that has a fucking eldritch god inside it. Just but like, and they contain it somewhere. Um it's it's really good shit and um it's got some good uh telekinesis powers uh and third person shooting in there to boot so you should definitely check that out since you have it there in your library no excuses uh definitely um february what else at this stage you're seeing a lot of re-releases of stuff um Mm. for ps5 and series x both Neo games came out again. Uh, made that Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Um, did you look at any of that Capcom? No, that was all on the Switches as well. Uh, Capcom Arcade Stadium. Um, all the classic games. And then they, they re-released SNK versus Capcom. Which is the wrong one? Yeah, <laughs> if you, if you ask me. Say. <laughs> Capcom versus SNK. Now we're talking, but uh, yeah. Um, but I would buy it for the sprite work. <laughs> I would probably yeah, just buy it for the sprite work. It, it, yeah, it, it, it's definitely going to look nice. It's an SNK game. Like, um, February, the only other thing that I played would have been Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, Oh, yeah. That was where they took Yakuza, uh, introduced a new character, new city, and said, all right, we're doing a turn-based role-playing game now instead of action Hmm. fighting game. Um, And it works really well. Uh, I've heard good things about it. Yeah. It's like the, the main character you play as is a big fan of Dragon Quest games, and that's how they right. sort of work in all that stuff. And you can tell like the guys that made it are massive fans of those games, and they make the all the stuff work really well. It's fun. Very uh, good. And it's got your usual brand of Yakuza wackiness um, <laughs> that you want. Um... Yeah, I think that's it for February that, uh, that I played, anyway. Um, March. Now, there's a game on here the that I played recently. It came out in March because I think it only came out on consoles recently. Loop Hero? I've heard of this, but I haven't played it. Loop Hero is pretty good. I enjoyed that. So it's a roguelike um roguelike deck building rpg uh like almost like a idle game 
like where you don't do much. So basically, uh, you start out on this the, this track, and it's it'll be like a path in, in a loop, and your your guy will go around, and time will pass as you go around, and monsters will spawn on it, which will go into like a turn based battle, but it's all autom- automatic. And then you're placing different mm. types of land and buildings and all around the path, which makes more things, more monsters spawn, more types of monster, but also gets you more resources to take back. Um, and it's it's just a really cool, really surprisingly addictive wee game, um, especially if you're mm. watching something <laughs> in the background while your hero just does the loops. Um, and yeah, I played it way more than I thought I would. It's a devolver one. <laughs> they, they they published ah, that. Ah, that makes sense. Uh, so yeah, that's definitely worth checking out if uh, if you're in the sort of the deck building rogue likes sort of you know getting things upgrading mm. things going back out seeing how far you get this time dying going back or um another one like that uh, mortal shell. Did you get a chance to play that? That came out as well. Oh, that's right. They uh, they gave us that in plus recently. Yep. So again, no excuses for giving that a bash. <laughs> that's what Souls like. It's it's fine. It's fine. Um, it's got this weird hardening mechanic where um, it's kind of like a party. Hence the shell thing. Yeah, yeah. So you push the button and you will harden uh, and negate any damage, uh, and then. You can queue it up where you attack as soon as you get hit. So it's kind of like a, a parry, but it's easier to do than a parry. Um, mm. Yeah, interesting thing. Uh, obviously, not a not a touch on the Souls game. So um, <laughs> I don't know, and it, no one else can get that Souls feel just right. No, it's it's a tough thing to they master. I think that's there's been a few people that have tried. But no one has just got that same feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, did you check out that Samurai Showdown at all? No, at that, at that stage I had kind of fallen off the fighting game wagon. Uh, but uh, that's the cool uh, sort of Street Fighter 4 and 5 type one. It's not sprite work anymore. It's like 3D, 2D type thing, isn't it? I think so. Almost uh... like what they done with King of Fighters. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't mm, think because it's SNK sports. does that, doesn't it? Uh huh. Yeah, that's one of those. I uh, must give it a look and see if it's ever going on the cheap cheaps. Um, let's see what else. Because I hear good things about it. Yeah. You didn't try that Marvel Avengers now. Marvel Avengers? Oh no, 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 that's no. That's no. a Crystal Dynamics one where they uh, uh, they put an update to slow down. The amount of yep. XP you got, and then added in a bunch of paid-for boosters. Cause... I won't. I won't lie. I've been tempted once or twice because it's been down in sales, like right down to. I think the PlayStation Store recently had it right down to like twelve pound, and I thought mm, twelve pound maybe. But then I thought no, because all the reviews say you'll play it for like half an hour and you'll get bored, and yeah. there's no Punisher in it. And I'm like, what the who the fuck am I playing as? Then say if you had an Xbox. You could just play it. It's on Game Pass. That is the only. Uh, <laughs> that's the only circumstance I would say. Yeah, give it a bash. Well, I wouldn't pay money mm. for this. Fuck off. No. Um. Love Live School Idol Festival After School Activity YY Home Meeting. No, that's a title. What? No, just 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anime rhythm game. Why not? Um, that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 came out on PS5 and Xbox uh, Series X mm. um, in March, and that is very, very good. Yep. Uh, it's just sort of... I don't want to throw round words like perfect, but... <laughs> they 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 made it feel like an old school Tony Hawk game, which yeah. to me is just, you got to make it feel fun. Fun is the big thing about the Tony mm. Hawk games of the past. And you got to like bring in stuff from later games like the reverts and the, the manual tricks yeah. and, and all that, that stuff. Um, and it's mad. It's It's been so long since I played... Tony Hawk, probably Project 8 would, would have been the last one I ever touched, which, is that over 10 years ago? I would say so. What um, was the last one I played? I think I touched the first thug. That is when it started to go downhill, to be fair. Yeah, because they started getting involved with the Jackass Boys and all that there, and they were just pumping out any old shit at that stage, to be fair. I saw what they were trying to do with that. It's like it's popular at the minute. It is adjacent to skateboarding, but like you'll never beat the like to, like around two and three where where that was the sweet spot. Um, uh, one, two, and three were definitely the the best. Like, and it's crazy how easy it is to just pick up again after mm. having not played it for so long. Um, <laughs> It just felt right though, because it just, felt like you were playing the old games. That, that's that's the impressive thing about it. It's like right here's a game, a series of games I played a lot, like a lot. Um, like Tony Hawk's games are pretty much a big part of the, why my taste in music ended up the way it was. <laughs> it's like same, 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 and. Uh, the fact that they remade them and someone who played them when they were growing up and can just pick this up and go, oh, I, I remember this. Only this is brand new, but I remember mm-hmm. it and can just do the same things that I would that I did back then. That's that's impressive. That's really impressive. Aye. Now, technically, um, I'm pretty sure that that's, they came out the year before, officially. They did. But, but so, disqualified. But we never. T- I don't think we talked about it before. It came, well, the first no, time it came out, so no. it's worth a wee mention. Definitely. So April, Outriders. Did you play any Outriders? Oh, no, but this is the 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 thing I like. The Destiny I like thing. Kind of like Destiny and Gears of War. Right. Uh, I know. I know a few people on my friends list play it a lot. For such a generic-ass game, a lot of people play it. I played a wee mm-hmm. bit. Uh, it's grand. It's by the the guys that did um, the game. I can't remember the name of <laughs> Bulletstorm? Yeah, Bulletstorm. the Bulletstorm guys. Yes. Uh, people can play. Hence why it feels like Gears of War. But they're, they're, Bulletstorm was first person. I don't... I don't. It was, but it, they, they used that sort of they used that engine because Ninja will never forgive Bulletstorm because it delayed Gears of War 3 because they made that first and then they made Gears of War 3. Ninja needs his fix of Chunky Boys. 
<laughs> they were chunky guys in that game. Right? But I did, I did like the art style and Gears work because it was so different. Um, yeah, Outriders is fine. Third person over the shoulder cover shooter. That's kind of yeah, whatever. And then you have the different classes um, that give you the the different powers. Um, it, it was one of those. It's a loot shooter. It's there's not much else mm. to say. Um, yeah. It's it's Square Enix being like, I we need one of them, so we can just <laughs> have have it making money. Um. So what else was in April? Uh, here's probably one for you. Oddworld Soulstorm. Oh, what a game! Hey, unbelievable. Um, this was. This this was a shock to me because they give it this for free on day one. And I was like, holy shit, free Oddworld. And I had literally just finished the first new and tasty because I knew we, it was coming, but I didn't know we were getting it for free. They sort of surprised us with that. Mm. So I had, you know, money and all ready for it. And then they were like, no, no, it's on plus day one. I was like, holy shit. But unbelievable game. And the thing I thought was so good about it, whereas I don't know if you played the last one, the new and tasty. I haven't really played any since trying the first one and bouncing right off it. Oh, okay. Um, well, the thing about the, the first remake was it was very, very, very close to the original. Um, they'd obviously played better and it looked better and all the rest of it, but the actual level layout and stuff was very, very, and I mean, like, very, very similar. Whereas with Soulstorm, this was, like, a completely different... It was this... Story was kind of the same, you know. They they tell roughly the same story, mm. but the way the game's played is completely different. Like this was a whole different thing. If you put uh, Abe's Exodus and Soulstorm side by side, somebody be telling you that one's a, a sequel or something. But absolutely amazing, and I still have to finish it and get the good ending because I didn't do a very good job saving people, and they all got pissed off at me at the end, and Abe died. <laughs> so I have to get the good ending yet. But fucking amazing game. They recently put in a free update as well, a whole new story, sideline, side story as well. So it gives me a good reason to go back and actually get the good ending and then play the side story. But mm. they done some job with it. And the, just that the whole sort of Abe's overtaking boys and all, the getting the slags to slag each other and all was just so much fun. It's one of the few games Fiona has actually sat down, my missus actually sat down and just watched me play it because she was loving it. The whole sort of the drama and the tension, or even just the main, like the story and all was cool, but saving the Mudokans and her getting stressed because the Mudokans weren't following me and all, getting annoyed <laughs> at them and all, her shouting, Why won't he follow you? And I was like, I'm trying to get him to follow me. But all that had been a fantastic game. And uh, if you've got it in your library, you should definitely give it a go because absolutely incredible. Like proper 2D platformer, but I thought it was brilliant. I think I have that new and tasty, which is the first one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Again, very good game. Um, kind of like a puzzle platformer. So let's move on to May. Um, mm. Mass Effect Legendary Edition came out, and then something lit, which is a grand port of the Mass Effect trilogy, which is mm-hmm. great. Um, I don't think we need to sit and labor on. Mass Effect I have trilogy. one question about it. Go. Right, so a lot of people say that Mass Effect 1 is a good game, but 2 plays a lot better. Uh-huh. Did they use the engine from 2 
in the one remaster, or does one still play the same way and two still plays better? Uh, two still plays better, but they made improvements to one. Um, but it okay. still it still okay. is is one. Um, but th- this was grand. They are great games, and this was them all cleaned up for current gen. Um, mm-hmm. But then that whole GTA trilogy came out. Which made me appreciate Mass Effect Legendary Edition the whole lot more <laughs> after seeing how badly shit can go. It's like, all right, yep. yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. Hey. Oh Christ! <coughs> That's on sale everywhere at the moment. They are trying to shift that, yeah. and it's just not selling. Hey? Nobody buy it, or they won't learn anything. Uh, yep, it's <laughs> no. bad. Like even on the Switch, the Switch e store, I think it's down to like. Thirty pound. Jesus, nothing goes on sale on the Switch story. I know. <laughs> I've I've learned that lesson hard. It's like a, if you see a sale, fucking grab it. Uh, like if it says Mario on it, it's never going down in price. No, ever. it never just, will. Just, if, just it's, it. if it's Mario, Luigi, Zelda, or Kirby, it's not going anywhere. Um. So May, as well. Uh, I just thought I'd mention that first, but uh, Resident Evil Village, Resident Evil 8, yep. came out in May. What a game. Um, we spent a lot of time talking about how good this is before, but yeah, um, fucking nailed it, hey? Um, I think so. Uh, to me, this was like the perfect match of like keeping the horror there. But given that wee bit of action, because obviously um, you've done the whole very seven was very very slow paced. Yeah, and, and with I, it they wanted to obviously up it, and I think they just nailed it perfectly. I'm gonna say something controversial. And I think this does Resident Evil Four better than Resident Evil Four. Ooh. for me anyway. I can I see. Just, yeah, I can see why. Yeah, um, and I think though um, that they think it was kind of like a. We can do four, but keep it Resident Evil. Do you think that's what they were doing? Yeah, I think uh, that was the intention is to go for something more action. I don't know if they were directly saying, right, let's do a four. Um, no, no, no. But I think obviously you can see the inspirations. Yeah, the but, four has on it. Like, yeah, definitely. Um, but I think like the like seven was very much. Uh, let's do. In a lot of ways, it was a traditional. Uh, Resident Evil game um, mm-hmm. and then yeah I guess this was how they decided let's iterate on that by ramping up the action a, a bit more um, mm. and just some like as I always say Resident Evil is all about B-movie schlock and, and this game has oh. got so much of it like, oh my god so, like the characters like how could you not enjoy them um, oh big time and I, I think uh th- People are try, starting to do that, understate the how good Lady Demetrescu is. Um, just, and I think it's got to the point where it's like, she was such a big deal that it's probably getting underappreciated now. Because like, you, I hear like people going like, oh, here's the best characters and her not getting mentioned. It's like, come on, man. The fucking, how can you not mention the her? The fucking splash this made. People went nuts. Uh, Horny as fuck, but still. <laughs> uh, some people went mad for the wrong reasons, but as a character, though, there's no denying that she stood out. Like, oh yeah, definitely. Like um, the first time, like I know. Forgive me if I'm getting into spoilers here. You know, the game did come out in May. Like, but you know, the first time you the you go to open the one of the switches and she just 
takes your fucking arm off, your hand I, off. Yeah. I fucking shit myself. I was like, what the fuck was that? I just turned out, she's just standing there. You're like, oh, fuck. And you're running around holding your it's own like, arm trying to get away yeah. from her. Imagine it's, it's like uh, Mr. X from 2 or Nemesis from 3, except they're sexier. Well, I don't know what you're into. You might be like... And fighting. bigger. <laughs> it's like, are, are you trying to get caught? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I'd say a few people did. Um, <laughs> sure, someone but, made that mod where you had to go around and hit her in the ass with fly swatter. <laughs> and then run away. Uh, but to be fair, the other, the other characters were fantastic as well. And the scene, I'll, or the section I'll always remember, is the goddamn dollhouse. The dollhouse, yeah. And, and that's, I, I think that's part of what this game does so well, is it gives you such a variety of different things. Um, Aye. You know, it's just like you're fighting hordes of fucking werewolves like crazy for a section and then it, it all just slows way, way down and, and you're creeping through this haunted house of dolls and, you know, there's no enemies in that part and it's no. prob- probably the scariest part of it. Um, I creeped <laughs> around that house the first time I played that man. And I was expecting something the entire time and how it ends is fucked up it's one of the most fucked up things that i've seen in a resident evil game um (laughs) but in a good way when when you're down that well and you hear it crying i was like oh god (laughs) (laughs) and then you fucking see it you're like oh shit yeah yeah it's uh messed up excellent game excellent game and i did warm up to the duke i really did he's grand yeah he's he's although i I still to this i love the wee reference to the original guy as well he'll sometimes say like what are you buying oh something an old friend of mine used to say you're like ah that's class they know each other (laughs) (laughs) but duke must do all the eating because poor other guy is skinny and bones (laughs) but Pretty cool. And obviously the way it ends, you're like, I don't know if they're going to go down. Well, well, no, hang on. Sorry, I'm, I contradict myself here. I know there's DLC, free DLCs coming to Resi 8. Uh, it's going to be campaign DLC. Mm. So we don't know what it's going to entail. But the way it ended, obviously, was a bit sort of, oh, Jesus. Any more just like... Here you get to be Chris now, and he's a fucking superhuman badass. Oh, I forgot! Oh, I forget <laughs> about the Chris section. Holy shit! The Chris section is ridiculous. It's like here's all the it's, weapons. Uh, where you go? <laughs> uh, here's all the weapons and a bajillion enemies. But you're fucking Chris Redfield. You're an absolute just human tank. Well, I mean, why didn't they just send Chris in at the start? <laughs> they just bulldozes through everything. Uh, but I. Uh, uh, but that's the thing. Chris is meant to be like a fucking superhero at this point. I mean, he's been there since Resi 1. He's literally done and seen it all. Uh, it's only June then. Uh, Chivalry 2. I was is, hoping you that would. Because I love that. I love this game. It was you mentioned it, mate. I had seen it advertised and I thought, oh, that looks a bit of fun. But then you were all, oh, we've been playing it. It's great. And. It is fucking great. I still hammer away. Well, no pun intended. I still hammer away at it because <laughs> it's just oddly satisfying when you get into like a huge big war and boys are just like clashing. 
Mm. And you just like you don't even know who you're hitting half the time. You're just swinging and just wailing points. Uh, it's crazy to me. Like so, so that this is an online only game. There, there's no campaign or anything like that. It's all about nope. you know playing against people online. Uh, and it's priced according to that. It's like yeah, it's like thirty yep. pound standard. Uh, for just the the normal edition uh, without any seals mm-hmm. on or anything, and then you you look at things like Battlefield and it's like seventy quid and it's probably the same around the same amount of content in that as there is mm. in Chivalry Two, and Chivalry Two still like you can't take away from it as like it's a less of a game because they got the whole that's a really in-depth combat system they've got there. It isn't just mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you know, pull trigger, gun go bang, and yep. c- couldn't even get that right at launch. But um, but Chivalry 2's got this whole, like, limb targeting, and you have to swing into the, like swing your body into your shots and all, and it's just, like, mm-hmm. really deep, and you can just scream for no reason. And oh, that's the best button in any game. Every game should have that from they, now on. They say that it doesn't make you run faster, but they're liars. They are liars. <laughs> Screaming makes you run faster. Uh, it's just fucking fun. Just, just stupid fun. Um, and that's, it is that's big, what, dumb fun. That's what online multiplayer games should primarily be. Although, like, I mean, yeah, you have your I don't know. I don't know if some of the things that happen in the game were actually intended or not by the developers, but obviously you know the sort of big catapults. I think a lot There's of nothing this... funnier than same boys put themselves into yeah. the catapult and you just see them flying through the air. I think a lot of that was uh, in the original as well, the the first one. Um, oh, right. You did get stuff like that as well. But I always had it in my head, like, Chivalry, I saw it, it's like, oh, that's one of them really sort of stuffy sort of like really oh it's all realism in your armor blah blah and it's like it'll be really boring it's like no that's not what this game is um it's, it's a 64 player monty python fight it is <laughs> that's perfect <laughs> that's it it's it's the holy it's grail right. game we always want I lo- at one point the other day, I lopped the boy's head off, and I accidentally hit the square. But I don't know what I was doing, but I picked up a severed head and I threw it at his teammate and killed him because his <laughs> health was so low. And I was like, "This is this is the best game ever." Yeah. So yeah, that that to me is a fun- that is probably my favorite online game of the year. I would say that's my favorite multiplayer game of the year would be Chivalry Two. Uh, did you play that uh, Ratchet and Clank? That, that no, but I really June. do want to. Just don't want to play pay <laughs> Sony's fucking. They are asking a lot of money. I'll wait till it goes down. Um, what else do we have in June? Uh, Chicory is one that I want to play, but I haven't, so can't really say anything about that. Um, there, that new Guilty Gear came out in June. That is actually down in price with yeah. your your fighting game. Have you played that? Did Ooh. you get that? No, I haven't. I didn't know it was down in price. I must get a wee looky-looky. Because yeah. the Guilty Gear games are just great to look at. Yeah, if you can get your head around them, though, is, is the thing. Mm. Not the most approachable. Um, Scarlet Nexus uh, I played, which is like a telekinesis-type game. Uh, very anime it's all right. 
It's it's one of those Bandai Namco. Um, it's the guys that did. Uh, I forgot the name of it. The the Souls one as well. Oh, the um, oh, oh. that pro the for the vamp code vein. Code vein. Aye, it's the same people that that did that, and uh, it shows. Code vein was the grand artwork as looked well, the same, but again, just just didn't didn't feel the same. Mm. And also in June. A release that um, didn't think would happen is Doki Doki Literature Club Plus, which I paid for. I should really buy that, even if I never play it again. Um, like with the version I played was the free version, but it's like a, mm. I think it's like a tenner, and I wouldn't mind dropping a tenner on that because it's just so good. Um, but obviously, you told us certain things about that game, and I'm wondering how would that work on a console. Like, you know, you said you had to go into the files and stuff. I think it does, like, a mock-up kind of, you know, oh, here, right. here's a fake desktop kind of thing. Um, it'll it'll never be the same, because I think people, it, its reputation precedes it. So, like, when I first played it, didn't really know anything about it. All I saw was this, like, uh, dating sim anime visual novel game and one of the tags on it was psychological horror and i was like wait what um mm. and it was free so installed it and then it shit went sideways um <laughs> in a really good way i oh, know it's it's very very good and it's 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 one of those games where it's like i can't even recommend this to you and be like no honestly it's a it's a good fucking high school dating sim and not last well, it i um I seen my wee nephew playing it, and I thought for a laugh, I would send him a message going, what the fuck are you playing that for? <laughs> He's all, uh, what? And I was all, you playing a dating sim? What the fuck? And I was pretending I didn't know about it. I, I guess all the, the streamers were at it. Um, that's what, one, one, of the, so one of the points in the game that the guy that made it, I can't remember, Salvato, I can't remember his first name, but that's the developer name and it is a whole thing about um the dating sims and all and it's like it's like maybe enjoy this kind of thing then it's then it's fine uh, no need to be ashamed of it but um oh no i was just doing it to get me oh yeah, 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 yeah. nephew would say <laughs> but all, when, oh it's dead scary that <laughs> was a way on of it it is freaky it's a it is does some weird shit some weird shit i would say with, especially if you didn't expect it you'd be like what the fuck's going on here the anime sprites with real human eyes oh dear jesus I oh jesus <laughs> that is a, fucked up, it is fucked up it it's very fucked up um yeah i didn't even play that this year but i since i played it before um it's such a good fucking Better, what if better they've horror. added a bunch of mad stuff in as well? With they, the have, they have added stuff, and I don't think you could get any madder than... I think they, they just... Each character's got a wee arc that's extra. Oh, um, and it's it's probably going to like be sort of in the middle of their overall arc, and it's towards the end of each arc where things start getting a bit fucked up. Um, yeah. But try it. Uh, even... Hmm. the. the like I haven't given any specifics here. Um, things get weird. Um, if you're into that kind of cursed game type of thing, um, this is probably the best example of of one of those. Um, yeah. So on to July. Do we have much in July? You don't tend to get. Mm. 
uh, a lot of releases. Um, I know there's one there, but I didn't play that version because I played it on the PlayStation. But anyway, um, there's a few wee indie titles here I tried. I'm Chris Teals I tried to play, but the screen turn on it was so bad I gave up. Mm. Um, and it was a known issue, but yeah. So game I literally just finished a few days ago, uh, Death Door, originally came out in July on my Xbox and Windows. Mm. Um, and I get just came out in December there for the PlayStation. It did. It's very, very good. I hear great things about it. So you, you play as as a crow uh, who is a reaper of souls. Um, and it's kind of like a... Uh, it's very inf- influenced by the likes of Zelda, uh, Dark Souls. And from an art standpoint, uh, a lot of... I can. I'm seeing a lot of uh, Studio Ghibli um, influence mm. uh, from the character design in that, um, and it's just it's really really good. Looks really nice. Really really good soundtrack, um, and the action feels feels real tight, and it, it sort of plays as a from an isometric point of view. So when I say Zelda, it's like old school Zelda. Uh, and you're doing the same sort of thing where it's, you know, it, it you can teleport these different, you have your central hub and you go through these doors and it takes you to different places like in Demon Souls. Um, mm. And then there, there'll be a dungeon. You'll have to basically rescue four souls of of different crows that have got trapped somewhere to unlock the main dungeon and you go through and it's like a zelda dungeon with its own puzzles and and stuff and then then fight the boss uh and you're collecting the souls of these bosses so you can fix the problem that has gone wrong um and it's it's got a cool story to it as well um Mm. that's sort of like it's it's not too heavy but it, it like deeds and uh, sort of themes of you know people's perception of death and what it means and, and that mm. sort of thing. Uh, doesn't get too too bogged down in it, but uh, definitely worth playing. Um, it's definitely one of the better indie games uh, I've I've tried this year. It's an or Devolver the digital one. Oh, nice! They do some amazing uh, publishing and development, so they do. They they do. Uh, they haven't fucked it up yet. No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Just give it time. Uh, the ascent. Uh, that's uh, so. The ascent has, is like a um, RPG cyberpunk. Uh, it, it's got a really cool, like isometric RPG with a really cool cyberpunk look to it. Done ah, really, yes, really, yes, really yes. well. Um, yeah, it's got a real shit name. Like it's <laughs> generic as hell. Mm. Um, and it, it, it nails its world in that, but from playing it, it's kind of just me. <laughs> um, it's, it's kind of twin stick shootery RPG type of mm. thing. Um, yeah, I kind of bounced off it after, after a while it got, it's just the, the action and it's just kind of boring uh which is a shame because it mm. uh looks real good um 
Nothing really else in July. Unless you have anything. Can't think of anything. Yeah, summer's always sort of slow. Uh, it's quiet point. Uh, so into August again, pretty slow. A lot of re-releases, but one of those re-releases was Hades. That came out in PS Five. You should. Did you? Yep. Ha- do you have it? I still have to pick that up. I keep saying I'm gonna. <laughs> I, I must get it because Jesus, that has awards coming out of its arse. Yeah, and it deserves them. Uh, did you play that mm. rims racing? That's Kane. That's another motorbike racy. I thing? was going to look at that one, but I heard a lot of people were sort of saying that um, it just the, the 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 big thing about that rims was the amount of customization. But a lot of people were saying you could change the bike as much as you want, but it still all felt and played the same. Just for the look, then. Yeah, but you know, you could calibrate your brakes and all, but <laughs> no matter how much you change your brakes, the bike still just break the same. Like there, there wasn't any feel difference when they were playing it. It's like a placebo effect. I <laughs> pretty much I. <laughs> placebo. But uh, 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 apparently it's not the not the best. It's a week game I played um Road ninety six. And I think this flew under a lot of radars, um, but it's excellent. It's got this really unique premise. So it's a roguelike, you know, run-based game. And basically you are a teenager trying to escape a fascist country um, that's sort of, you know, going through political turmoil in that and, and you're mm. trying to escape by hitchhiking to the border and getting over the through over the the border wall that has been um put up mm. <clears throat> and it's really fucking good um it is very very story driven but the way it does like you have there's these recurring characters so you play as a, a different teen every time you either die on the road trying to get out or you'll get that teen out um mm. and then you'll pick up an hour one but you'll get a certain amount of encounters through with these different characters as you're progressing um and you'll get different encounters with them all the time until you finish the their their story arc um it's it's just really well written um Hmm. and it's just such an interesting thing uh like procedurally generated story road hitchhiking Hmm. story it's a weird (laughs) ass thing um uh but yeah i just want to mention it because it's it's really fucking good and i don't know switch you could play it on switch oh uh and it's not on any other consoles but yeah uh so here's one we played. It'll be interesting to see what your thoughts are on this now. In hindsight, Aliens Fireteam Elite. Where did we finish oh, yeah, up on for- that? I forgot about that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shit, of, that's right. Kind of forgettable. Um, it's not bad. It, no, it's grand. I think it, that was the conclusion we came to before. It's grand. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it, they it, didn't. It, they didn't add a lot to it. They've kind of dropped off. Have they? Have they not been well, keeping? That's, well, that's... I'm not getting any updates or anything. I, I still have it installed, and 
I haven't seen any updates or any news or anything for it. And there was people who pot paid this sixty pound version to get <laughs> all these passes and stuff, and yeah. I don't know what the fuck's happening with. I mean, as as I got deeper into it, like after you played that first level, that's like this is it. This is there. There was the one sort of surprise where you were fighting the robot guys. Yeah, and then. You never get to fight a queen. It's just they uh, run away from it. It's like, uh, no. That was a bit of a disappointment. Um, that's your boss fight. Run away. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. What are you at? Uh, so, yeah, it's grand. You could do... There's better games of that type out there. Hmm. That even came out this year? Yeah. Um, another August one, which, uh, which we both really liked, Tormented Souls. Oh, that was a surprise hit. That was really, really good. So that's the old school survival horror. That's getting support, they have said, uh, because it took off so well and it done so well, he says, we're not going to do a sequel. We're going to give you a sort of dlc campaign thing don't know if there'll be much to it but i thought it was a really cool game i prefer a sequel like <laughs> i would i definitely would want more i hope it gets a sequel but i think we were saying this before rather than have bloober like if someone like if konami aren't going to do it i would rather have those guys do it than bloober yeah they're a really small team but if you give them some support i, I imagine they could do something like you, you can really feed the the love for those types of games, including Silent Hill and uh, Resident Evil. Um, playing through this, and mm-hmm. uh, well, to me, there was nods to three games. There was nods to Resident Evil, Silent Hill, and Alone in the Dark. Yeah, that's your three that survival the... horror classics there, and and this yeah. uh, manages to make something that's its own thing, but mm. also like. Pays really good homage without being really obvious about it. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of genuinely tense moments as well, I found. Like, you know at the start when, uh, like, you don't have the... Because the, obviously later on you get the torch. But you know when you have to choose between having the lighter and, you know, arming yourself? Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, things could be a bit sort of, oh, Jesus. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, they do need to work on their uh, big bad gonna chase you through the levels <laughs> because uh, yeah first first time trying that <laughs> it's like, uh, as soon as you figure out it's like oh I just leave and, and load back into the room and you're gone okay That's, yeah that was obviously a wee homage to like Resi 3 Nemesis but I don't think he could even get away with doing that in Resident <laughs> Evil 3 <laughs> like no. if you left and came back in he'd be standing right there going hello again <laughs> It's different though. This is a weird ghosty thing, so who knows? Yeah, I, get that. I will admit as well, the sort of wee plot twists at the end were pretty cool. Yeah. You didn't get the good end, did you? I did eventually. Ah, uh, right, right. I yeah. figured out, you know, what the goddamn thing was for, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> there was multiple the times. There, there was multiple times that used that that same mechanic to solve a puzzle, and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, I keep forgetting about that fucking thing. And uh, that's one of the most impressive things about this game is the puzzles they do not give a fuck for your, like, like, they're not worried at all about you hitting a brick wall. It's like, nope, fucky, you're hitting a brick wall. Like, these are proper, proper old school puzzles. That, uh, 
the computer disc puzzle. Holy oh, shit. Yeah, only, yeah, 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 yeah. Only you give me the wee hint. Holy fuck, I wasn't working that one out for Love Nerd Money. Because there was the three plus whatever on the back end. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah, the that's purely using the numbers to throw you off when it's really the letters that you that you should uh, be worried about. Uh, it's it's really well done. And uh, one of my favorite puzzles, it wasn't the hardest, but I just thought it was a cracking puzzle, was the, the heartbeat knock. I thought that one was very yes, cool. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so they yeah, really, really cool puzzles. So glad I played this, because uh, now we get to be all like, oh, well, you probably haven't heard of this one, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we going to get to be hipster gamers? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hipster's so, like, 10 years ago, that doesn't... It's not a thing True. anymore. <laughs> um, hipsters aren't even hipsters anymore. They're normals. But yeah, yeah, great game. Absolutely glad I decided to... I just, I seen the trailer for it, and I was like, you know what, I want to play an old survival horror, and I thought, fuck it, it's going cheap. If it's no good, ah well. And fucking 20 minutes, and I was like, holy shit, this is really well done. Even though it's, you could, as you say, small, small mm. team, but obviously a lot of love for the, the series that they were doing. So yeah, hopefully we get more of it. Yeah, you don't need a big budget, make good games. Mm. Uh, so into September then, uh, Sonic Colors Ultimate. How'd that go? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't the best <laughs> launch, but uh, after a couple of updates, it's actually playable now. <laughs> that's that's fuck there man. was there was <laughs> there were certain levels where um because at first i thought i was doing something again? wrong not a new game i know was, true had it working fine before <laughs> how do you fuck this up Somehow. There, was, there was literally a level where i would go off a ramp and i would just fall to me doom and i was like what the fuck and i was like, maybe, maybe i'm doing something wrong here but no the game was not giving you it's meant to give you like a, a button prompt to, you know, to make the really big jump, but no buttons were coming on screen. So you were just dying instantly. I was like, what the fuck's going on? And then obviously seeing the update and everyone sort of talking about this, and I was all, all right, I thought I was just really bad at this game or something. Mm. Or there was like doomed paths, but no. But uh, I've, they've, they've put nearly seven or eight gigs worth of updates into it now, so I think it actually plays properly. I don't know how <laughs> it's doing on previous gens, but I know it's actually working on the the ps5 and the series x yeah you think they just uh wait until they have those updates done uh before <laughs> you know releasing how does this get through play testing i don't know <laughs> no idea um well I d actually i do know this is gonna think they go this is broken we're like we're releasing it anyway we'll fix it in post uh, that's what they do uh, they know rightly it gets through testers be like hi this is fucked and they're like oh we don't care they won't notice straight away <laughs> um tales of arise came out in september that's very good it works which is all we can ask for from a game um no, <laughs> it, it's uh the the tales of series a long running series from from mm. bandai namco um i know you were a bit worried about this initially because the amount of dlc that was released with the actual game yeah and then all, like it, all that it went DLC, okay all that dlc stuff's trash you don't need it um oh, okay yeah, it's, it's got that com combat well the tales of series has had this actiony almost uh halfway between a turn base and action but it is in real time um but it's like you've got your standard attack and then your abilities on your your bumpers so you you're 
trying to combo them together and it, it's a similar type of thing to Final Fantasy 7 Remake um, it's sort of the closest thing I can think of it to compare it to um, but it is very much Tales of a right the Tales of series this is their type of game that sort of weird action with uh, abilities like it's, it's not like you're not talking you know devil may cry types of combat systems it's not that mm. deep it, that's why i'd say it's like halfway between turn-based and action uh even mm. though it is full-on uh real-time running around pushing the button hitting the thing um mm. yeah that's perfectly acceptable one of those no, that's not fair. It's it's good. It's fun to play, <laughs> especially you get those those combos going, and you get all the, the all su- right. supers flying off, and just everything's going nuts. Um, it's one of those games where it's like I can't even keep track of what's going on right now. There's things <laughs> flying everywhere. Um, so this is no, no, no. That's that's. World War Z Aftermath, does that count as a release? Uh, I wouldn't say so. It's just to me, it's a big update. Yeah. It's that, some a, cool stuff, but... An, an example of one of those games that's better than Aliens Fireteam. Oh, that definitely, 100%. Huge surprise. Like, we... we yeah, we played through the... Yeah, we played through the, the new stuff, and obviously the one level I'll always remember is us trying to fire the big gun with the two Joe Soaps. Oh, yeah, that wasn't fun. One person had no. to eat, uh, like, line up, the look down the barrel of the big fucking cannon to see where it was going to fire, and the other person had to push the button. Um, and, yeah. We kind of just took over it and went, right, you two are fucking <laughs> stupid. We'll deal with this because we can actually talk to each other. Because we were trying to aim it, and they kept pushing the button. I was like, stop it. Go shoot zombies, <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, there's literally thousands of them to shoot. What are you doing in here? Um, a Castlevania Advance Collection came out. Uh, that was fine. It's the three games on the GBA for Castlevania. I was actually thinking, I might pick that up on the Switch. I think that'd be pretty cool to play on the handheld. So yeah, I think yeah. I'll pick it up on that. So it's an originally handheld game, so go for it. Mm. Um... Yeah, they didn't break them, so that's good. And it's got hand, <laughs> like, good like just the handy stuff, like being able to save. Ah. I don't know, it's like, oh, it's not how the game was. Okay, well, I ain't got time for that shit. I'm going to save it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, also September, another surprise one. Hot Wheels Unleashed. <laughs> I've heard this is amazing. <laughs> really fucking good racing game. Like arcade I've racing. heard that is so good. Drifting and all and going around tracks and just, you don't get many of these and it's it's a good game. Mm. And the uh, as you, you race, we, we chips of paint come off your cars just like real toy cars. <laughs> Very good. Uh, the cars, they look really, really nice. Because so, um, it's a, like most, a, a lot of them are actual real cars, but they're done like... To look like toy, toy, ver- toy version of them, and it's sweet. Yeah, it was good. On to October then. Um, Metroid. Anybody hear this Ooh. one? Metroid. Mm. Yeah, hasn't been that long since I spoke about Metroid. It's really, really good. Um, I intend to pick it up. Like your proper old. That's a definite. 
old school Metroid style with the added new stuff the Emmys chasing you about and if the each of the Emmys the the robots it's it's basically a puzzle uh, on how mm. to 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 try and beat each one um, and it's some of them are fucking bastards um, back for blood came out in I October. enjoyed this. Yeah. Again, a better game than Alien uh, Marines thing. Yeah, yeah, I would, uh, I'd agree with that. But um, The card system is very cool. I've obviously been still playing away at it, and some of the cards you can get, they're getting, they, they do, they'll like, uh, they'll do really cool things, like, you know, you can heal people twice as quick, but you will take maybe 15% extra damage now. So there's, the cards are now doing like a bit of give and take so they are, which is pretty cool. So you have to really work on your decks and stuff. But as I was saying the other day, I had to build an entire deck just to beat that end boss. Fuck, you know. That end boss is a bastard. I like that. I like that it's, it asks you to, not that it asks you, but, uh, you know, it's telling you to, it helps to be able to build a deck and it'll make a difference. Um, oh, it I, does. I find, I find at the start of that game, it feels like your cards aren't really making much difference at all. Mm. I guess when you, you get up there, uh, it does. Um, I'm guessing that's how you get through the harder difficulties. It, it would all depend on your cards, because obviously the your character you don't upgrade your characters in any way. It's completely no, no. down to the cards. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I built a melee deck the other day, and now every time I wheel someone in the face, I get health back. Yeah, that's I I've I've that's a handy one. Hmm. Um, so we had a game that was talked about a lot, Inscription, um, which I tried, um, and I'm not sure if I just don't get it or <laughs> haven't got far enough into it, but I, no, I don't get it. Inscription? Inscription. So it's, it's, uh, it's a deck builder. Um, you wake up in this weird cabin with this weird thing in the shadows and all you can see are its eyes and it asks you to play this card game oh yeah yeah it's got a really cool look to it it's like really low poly uh, it's 3d but like almost playstation one-ish type of mm. graphics um and it's got really good sound design in that but i don't quite like i've just been playing the card game which i'm not that into card games to begin with um mm. But there's a there's a whole meta narrative to it where it's like it's another one of those you know cursed game games mm. um, where there's more going on than just the game itself. There's a an outside the game story and like Doki Doki Literature Club. Um, but that's that's that. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, Fatal Frame Maiden of the Blackwater is, is an R one I played. Um, I've, those aren't going to be for everywhere. I everyone, um, I like the atmosphere of games. The controls can be fucking maddening <laughs> though. Um, and on to November, which I would say the biggest release in November would be Battlefield. Ah, uh, yeah, definitely. And which we've talked about <laughs> quite a bit. At a rough start. It's getting there. Oh, uh, we, we forgot about one in October, but we don't really need to mention anything about it because I've already talked about it a lot. Oh, uh, what was it? Resi 4 VR. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's like could be your favorite There's, game of the year. It would definitely be my favorite VR game of the year. Definitely. Oh, there's, there's that's not even a question. Like, <laughs> um, um, yeah, yeah. So like, Battlefield is Battlefield launched mm. completely unfinished, which is Jesus. It's it's a. It's a pattern we need to get out of. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a pattern publish- Battlefield badly need to get out of. Publishers need to stop doing this. It's it just mm. it's, it's not. You can't just fix it in post. Stop it. Like pay testers and fix the shit they find. Stop using us, your fucking customers, as your testers. Thanks. Mm. Unless you want to start paying us all, then go for it. Uh, um, Forza right. has problems as well. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a while. You're in the long haul there. Mm. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 um, came out, which, yeah, that it's just so fucking good. It's got me looking at racing wheels, the bastard. Which I <laughs> really, really shouldn't buy a racing wheel for one game. I mean, I've been playing with actual manual gears as well. What's that all about? <laughs> That's not so hard to learn to drive. Uh, why not? Um. For November, anything else there? That's when actually Death's Door that I played came out. Mm. Um, um. You're sort of getting into your end of the year drought as it happens. Like everything's already out because they need to sell it for Christmas and that's the only reason Battlefield mm. 2042 came out when it did. Um, Serious Sam 4, you played that. That's we're into December here, but I haven't played four. Oh, I'm working my way through the other ones before I get four, but I want four. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, I've finished one and two, so now I'm just on to three. And then once I finish three, I will pick up four. Yeah. Now I Halo... broke my first controller. Oh, right. I'll right. do it. <laughs> I also had Halo Infinite in uh, December, which got its full story release. Oh, yeah. Runs like absolute piss on my PC for some reason, and I don't know why. Oh. I think it might be something to do with refresh rates or something, because that's literally the only game I cannot run. Um, but yeah, zipping around on that uh, grappling hook is real fun. Uh, I haven't <laughs> played a ton of it. And then uh, the Gunk was an R one I spoke about literally in the last podcast we did so yeah i'm pretty sure that's all the releases that i've played is there anything you might have forgotten yourself trying to think uh put on the spot right now can you name what your game of the year is oof i think i think i would have to go resi i really do yeah, <laughs> Resi would definitely be Resi would definitely be the probably the game of the year for yeah. me. Um, same for me. I think Resident Evil, but I, I can't remember like just diving into a game. So like, I need to finish this and and did it within like you know I'd finished it within a day because I just couldn't stop playing it. Um, mm. Death Door maybe um, would would be. Sort of similar, but uh, yeah, this was just, just fun, just so Aye. fun, and it's 
it doesn't care. It's not trying to be something it's not. It's it's just like yeah, let's let's have let's have some fun with this Resident Evil nonsense. Um oh, big time. And it worked. It worked when oh, it came out. Oh, I- it ran. It didn't have fucking weird DLC or multiplayer modes tacked on where you could nope. buy shit. It's like, oh, here's here's a single price game single player for you to play through and we're like, thanks Capcom. And it actually came out at decent money as well. Like they weren't asking ridiculous yeah. money for it either. Capcom's the only big publisher that's not being a dick right at the moment. <laughs> Which is strange. <laughs> They, Capcom they, do like their money. They 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 have gone to great lengths to improve their public image and have done it the right they way have by it. just here's the games you want in working order, like mm-hmm. on release, enjoy, and uh, mm-hmm. people appreciate that. Um, the only other two games I could think of, but they're not really worth mentioning. I'm pretty sure that uh, what was that Destruction Derby one for the PS5 that came out this year, didn't it? That we played for a while. Oh yeah, it came out for the PS5. It had been in uh, early access, not for fucking years. Wreckfest. No, 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 no. Oh shit! No, no, no. no. The the other one. Was that this the year? Destruction All Stars. Destruction All Stars. That was this year. I. Wreckfest way better. <laughs> Wreckfest way better. Way the P- better. The, the PS5 version of that did come out this year, so you, you can. You that can was. Have, <laughs> Brilliant game. Destruction all DLC in that. It's just not good. I didn't enjoy the, it at all. No, the, the premise was so good. But I think the arenas were just either needed more players or smaller arenas because you were just driving around half the time looking for people. Yeah. And too many ramps and weird shit. It's like. Whereas, yeah, you just want to smash into each other. Whereas, it, like, doing the multiplayer on Wreckfest is just a fucking. It's nuts, but. Yeah. That's because they have actual tracks. Maybe if that Destruction All-Stars actually yeah. had a race mode. Maybe. You know, maybe. a couple of figure eights you could have smashed into each other. And you know, the other game I played this year that came out uh, was Back Warrior 5. That is one nerdy-ass game. I, fr- I saw that on the list and didn't call it out. I forgot you. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you play that. That's a, a nerdy-ass game. I, I, I just love smashing shit with my robot, but yeah. Um, Fair enough. But yeah, um, I definitely would say that my favorite game, overall game, was definitely Resi 8. Favorite multiplayer game is definitely Chivalry. And my favorite VR game would definitely be uh, Resi 4. So would yeah, you that would be my top picks. Categories. I think we made an official the Evil G game of the year is Resident Evil 8. There you 100%. Go. <laughs> um, I guess we should, like... Sky made some like films. I haven't seen a ton of films. Some... I'll tell you my favorite film the last year. Go. Godzilla vs. Kong. I thought that's what I you was might say. Pumped as fuck for that movie and it did not disappoint. I big my... monkey punches big lizard. I my favorite film I saw was probably No Time to Die. Woo. Uh, again, I was just like it was like a classic Bond film updated for today. Hmm. But I think we're going to watch it this weekend. Yeah, I'd, I say you will very much enjoy it. Um, you're going to mm. kick out of a lot of the stuff. There's quips. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. There hasn't been quips in ages. Um, yeah, I haven't seen like I I can tell you at the like 
I've seen Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, it's grand, but I'm definitely marveled out. Mm. The, I got the Marvel fatigue real bad because I had zero hype for it um, and then watched it and I was like, yeah, this is fine. It's funny when that Spider-Man talks to that Spider-Man. Uh, but <laughs> God, didn't need this at all. Um, nah. Yeah. Well, Stop but, doing Spider-Verse stuff without the main body as well. What the fuck, Marvel? <laughs> <laughs> um. I got. I mentioned you before the the the, the podcast. I watched that. Uh, Don't look up the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio film on Netflix. That's well, actually, see that. that's actually really good. They discover a, a comet that's going to hit and destroy the Earth, uh, and then everyone doesn't believe them, and then just acts like it's fine, even though <laughs> and it ends up being politicized. <laughs> there's people arguing in favor of the comet. It's stupid. <laughs> But probably what would actually happen. So, mm. <laughs> it's a bit of a fucking dark satire there for you. Um, wrestling, then. I mean, I'm not going to go through the the whole show here uh, because time. Uh, we had mm. dynamite. Uh, the biggest thing that happened was probably Cody winning the TNT title. That was nuts. Did you see that one coming? I didn't, no. Didn't see it. But he was being pretty heal. I mean, people just... I love the fact that people are still booing him. And I don't think they get it. I think, he is, he I is, think they do. They, he's they, a fucking heel. They, they want... They, I think they want him to be booed. Even though, like, his, see his new t-shirt? It's like heel face uh, winner. And winner. Check, <laughs> check boxes. Um... Yeah, as usual, we had some some great matches. A lot of lot of multi man tag team matches, but they were mm, mm. fun. You had like you know, big ten man match with Lucha Bros, uh, Jurassic that Express, and Christian versus Cash and Dax, Matt Hardy Private Party. Um, which surprisingly the heels won. Mm. Um, wasn't expecting That's that because the two babyface teams can't coexist because they got a title match coming up. Mm, Get the tension. Wardlow's still doing his thing, uh, killing people with power bombs. We have our final setup for this week. Uh, with it's going to be Jade Cargill versus Ruby Soho for the TBS Women's Title. Uh, so this Wednesday is the first Dynamite in TBS. Uh, we're mm. getting Danielson versus. Uh, hang no, we're not. Or are we? Is that there? Or is yeah, that the special? Yeah, right. Danielson versus uh, I didn't know if it was that or Battle of the Belts uh, or of the Belts for the of the Belts. Yeah, so we're getting that rematch of that title match. Um, which Let's judges? Which was one of the best matches of the year, first time round. So we'll see. Mm. Um, Who do you think they'll bring in as judges? I don't know. Some oil fuckers. I guarantee Bischoff's one of them. I. That sounds about right. Usually would be Bischoff. Um, I'm trying to think who's been there. Do you think they would try and get Fleur? No. <laughs> they, were, know, they were in North Carolina and they didn't get Flair. Oh, true, 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 true. So true. it's... And he's just... He's Why too, was he hanging out with them then on, on BT at one stage? I think that was before that, that episode of Dark Side of the Ring aired. Ah, <laughs> so, right. So I think maybe they were planning something. 
Um, and then I went, ah, no, I can't do that anymore. Um, yeah, so another of the big, biggest sort of storylines that we're gearing up to is the addition of Kyle O'Reilly um, to we've mm. already got Bobby Fish um, Cole. So we've got all of NXT's Undisputed Era or the original lineup, um, which is creating tension between Adam Cole and the Bucks. Where do you see this one going? Oh, this is going to be Elite versus Undisputed, or whatever they're going to call themselves, but it's the Elite versus the Undisputed. But will it be Kenny coming back, or will he try and get a hangman to help, or what are they going to do? I don't know. I think this will be the hangman and the Bucks reconciling, um, getting back on the same page. Mm. No pun intended. Um <laughs> So that that's what I think in a way. I think this is going to be uh, uh, Adam Cole is ranked number two behind ooh. Brian Danielson. He's next in line for a title shot according to the rankings. So it would be very easy for Adam Cole to be going on for Hangman and for then Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish to get up to shenanigans, teaming up on Hangman um, for the Bucks to come in there and sort of back mm. co- uh, back page. The only thing I haven't factored in there is what do you do with the Dark Order? <laughs> sort of would oh, make yeah. sense that they wouldn't help. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I say we're probably not going to see Kenny for a while yet. No, he's got a lot of shit to get healed up with and all, and he, de- he deserves a break. But... Um, Speaking of what big debuts could be having, a certain person is contract free. A certain <laughs> very nice, very evil. He literally escaped from prison. Did you see the video, by the way? I did. I. I love the fact that you know all these people are recently doing you know getting out of jail videos as you know the end of their contracts, and <laughs> his is just in his mate's backyard. Let's <laughs> see. That, that's that's the genius of it. All those guys left WWE. Yep. He, just, he just left Ring of Honor. It's not really a prison. No, it's true. Ring of Honor is just some, somebody's backyard. It's like you could you could have just left whenever you wanted. Um, and he, and if they debut him while he's still injured, you you have to have him just annoying people. Just like yeah. the first person he has to pester is the ass boys. Oh, I was going to say MGF, but yeah, the ass boys could work as well. Well, uh, oh, actually, MGF would be great because him and Punk have sort of put their just just give him like <laughs> give Shivani a break from running around the place and give him the backstage <laughs> interviews. Oh my god, that'd be amazing! Uh, he has to ask everyone for sacks of human money as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so in case you do, you, you couldn't figure it out. We're talking about Danhausen. Um, and We're obsessed with this guy, and I've only seen him wrestle <laughs> twice. <laughs> He's out of his Ring of Honor contract officially. Uh, put up a video where it ended with him going to get burgers. Um, <laughs> he calls AW, A&W, owned by Tony Elite. Uh, A&W is a fast food chain in America, so... Well, he did literally try for a job interview once. 
He, d- he did. He went to a, an AWA and W burger place and asked for Tony <laughs> Elite for his job interview. Um, using Ethan Page's as reference. <laughs> He's fucking nuts. Um, but he calls him Egon Page. Egon Page. He'll <laughs> fit him. Um, um, I'll back time. So, a couple of other names I'd love to see. I'd love to see Keith Lee show up as Keith well. Keith Lee is one they should get, uh, especially with all this. I'm not saying they should get him because of the diversity stuff. Keith Lee's just yeah. fucking amazing, and you should just he get him. He is unbelievable. But he's an instant main eventer, top level, mm-hmm. top of the card guy who is black, mm-hmm. and you can just put yes. him in there, and he can go for a title straight. Well, he can't because of the rankings, but you'll you'll get him up there straight away, and he's he's. He's a star already. Um, no build-up needed. It's Keith fucking Lee. Uh, yeah, um, probably after Dan Housen, he'd probably be number two to like. Yeah, grab his missus as well. Guy. His missus is fantastic as well. Uh, what do you call her again? May uh, May Yim. Oh, Mia Yim is it? Mia, Mia Yim. Yeah, uh, I, I haven't seen her myself. Um, heard really good things she used to be she used to be called jade and impact but obviously we can't call her that because we already have a jade we so. got a jade <laughs> well we got tons but, of pages yep. so true <laughs> um yeah she she'd be she'd be a good one to see uh there is oh what do you call the guy the oh, he's ring of honor champion oh grisham Gresham, yes. Gresham. He's he's very good as well. Um, Grab him as well. Fantastic. Uh, and obviously people are saying the Briscoes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would say that's probably going to happen. Um, mm. You know, we had that last Ring of Honor show, Final Battle, where FTR showed up and we're all like, more men. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, it sounds kind of bad, but I hope because I've no pro- don't get me wrong. I enjoy Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page together, but I do want the Dream Tag Team match. I want Josh Alexander, even if it's just for one night only, to come over and just the North to have a tag team match with FTR. That'd be fucking brilliant because the North were fantastic. They were very mm-hmm. sort of FTR style, you know, old school. So they were so. The men of the year aren't even really a tag team. They wrestle singles more than anything else. They kind of do. Yeah, right? they're just kind of hanging out now. And how come Ethan Page Dan is getting, getting cheered? Ethan Page is that's because they're trying to go after Cody. <laughs> how come Ethan Page is getting the shot against Cody and not uh, Scorpio? Yeah, uh, Scorpio's in the top five. And I, maybe he's got bigger goals planned. Oh, think so. Mm. Keep in mind that uh, all the not that the rankings aren't reset, but the records are reset, so the rankings can very easily yep. change now. Mm. Um, so since we just looked at all the games that came out, um, we look back on some, like, this will be a difficult one, but, to, to pick a favorite match out of AEW at least. I think what I'm going to do, if it's okay with yourself, I might pick a favorite match out of each pay-per-view if that's okay. Hey, if you have that ready to go, go for it. Well, Revolution this year. I uh, know the ending didn't go pl- as planned. I forgot but it's, o- it's only that, four. <laughs> ah, it's only four. Uh, that barbed wire death match, I still think, was un-fucking-believable. 
It was. Um, it was a very, very good match. It is a big shame about the the ending. Unless mm-hmm. someone tells what? us, was it supposed to go like that or was it supposed to go some other way? Well, but, according to Tony Khan, that, you know, Kenny obviously drawing things in crayons and just hitting stuff with hammers. <laughs> <you know. laughs> it, it was very cleverly put together, if that's what was the idea was. But I don't know what, what the, how the ending was maybe supposed to go, but there's no denying the match itself was absolutely amazing. Absolutely mm. fantastic. I thought it was brilliant. And then when it comes to Double or Nothing, once again, we're involved with Mr. Kenny Omega because he had a triple threat with Pac and Orange Cassidy. Jesus Christ. Hey. Like, yeah, Pac yeah. was one of my favorite guys anyway, Like, but what a match. What an absolute classic match. Um, just yeah, I know there was uh, some people thought there was too much shenanigans in it, but that's the point. It's a triple threat. You know, Kenny has to defend against two people at once, so they needed more shenanigans to keep him on top. Yeah, the shenanigans sort of played into Kenny's character as completely unhinged. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's what he was going for. So um, I was never. Like, I don't think it, uh, any any of the shenanigans in AEW ever like really overshadow a match. Um, it's, no. you don't really get non finishes. It's like, yeah, there might be a bit of light cheating, but you know, you're not getting double countouts. Mm. No one's getting disqualified. Um, mm. as long as there's still a one, two, three at the end, that's that's what you want. And yeah, the heel will cheat. Are you new to mm. wrestling or what? Or the- <laughs> <laughs> um, and then obviously, all out. Probably my favorite match of the the whole year as well was the Young Bucks against the Lucha Bros in that cell. Holy shit. Yeah. No, that was something special, definitely. Um, the uh, five and three quarter stars match. Um, yeah. That was jaw dropping shit. It, 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 Ray it, Phoenix. Just uh, the stuff he does, like even like him jumping off the the cage, he just kept it simple um, with a, a crossbody. And that cage is really fucking high, so that mm. could be why. Um, but all the stuff with the the masks and the, mm-hmm. the, the breaking out the, the thumbtack shoe, mm. it was just bloody. It was violent, um, and it, it was just like how many matches of these guys had and they just find a way to up the ante like remember the ladder match the oh man es- Escaleo del Muerte del Muerte <laughs> don't speak Spanish um, <laughs> I picked it up from Lucha Underground but then the, like the <laughs> they definitely topped that here I think. Oh, big time um, one big of the time. best matches and we can't talk it about it almost best. felt emotional by the end uh, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, we can't talk about best matches without talking about Brian fucking Danielson, and yep. just pick one, pick. Just. Yeah, um, <laughs> they're oof. they've all been fucking classics since he has debuted. It is ridiculous what this guy's doing at the age of what forty two. Who had His conditioning's unbelievable. Had who had retired, never to wrestle again, mm. and now here he is, probably doing the best work of his career, and it's mm-hmm. it's insane. Um, it, like you have his match with Eddie Kingston, 
Yep. Um, Minoru Suzuki. They just unbelievable. Ever letting shit at each other. Um, mm. And then you got the, the two draws against Kenny Omega and Adam Page. Like, it's... It, I'm, I'm looking just at the uh, list of matches here on cagematch.net, which just chronicles everything, uh, and you can leave ratings for matches. Um, Brian, <laughs> Brian Danielson is in four of the top six matches <laughs> rated. They're all over nine. Um, yeah, he, he's done such... He's made such a huge impact there. I would still say best moment is probably CM <laughs> Punk. Oh, yeah. I, just the the crowd pop, the the commentators just letting it have its moment, and then they're... Mm. Uh, like that, that... As a Punk fan... Think uh, one mm. of the punk fans who had accepted that, uh, well, he's done, it's never happening. Um, and it was around last year that where the rumors you know, there was rumors flying around about um, because they went were in Chicago for was it uh, double or nothing? Um, yes, that he would show up and he was he that's when he was doing the interview with uh, Conrad Thompson on his thing that he does <laughs> you know mm. the, they, they do the interviews on, on stage and that uh, and he had mm-hmm. agreed to do that and it was the first thing he'd done um, and then the rumors started swirling and then it, was, it didn't happen obviously but then to have a having those rumors start up again and I was like nah fuck it I'm not believing it this time um, and it's just a, as it gets closer and closer it, it was like you start to get the anticipation again, and then there's when his music hits, and it's like like I there was like a grown ass man crying. Yep. Because like Jesus Christ, that's that's what wrestling can do. Um, mm. Yeah. It definitely was the worst kept secret, like, but it was still it was. amazing when it happened. You remember when um, um, just like I don't know how many off the top of your head like calls for moments you can think of but there's one tony shivani and i think it's is it when brian just comes out at the end of the yes. pay-per-view and he just says god i love pro wrestling and it's like <laughs> yeah man right there with you um yeah uh it's it's been such like uh, the the return to to you know people in stadium or no, stadium, well, arenas and that um, has made such a difference. We've had such a good year of of wrestling. Yeah, I have to admit, you see, because Punk was actually involved in my favorite match from Full Gear, the him and Eddie Kingston match in Full Gear. It was it was fucking epic. And that wasn't a wrestling match. That was just two boys beating. And the, the, even the promo they had before it, holy shit! Hey, that's two guys who genuinely oh. don't like each other. Yes, <laughs> in a match. <laughs> Um, I would say that's been buried, like, but you know, at a point they couldn't stand each other. I, 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 Eddie Kingston has been such. A, I think he's my a, wrestler of the year. You know, low key—that's uh, what I'm saying. Low key MVP for AEW. He, he has just worked so hard and so had so many good promos that weren't even really promos, and 
he knows exactly when to speak, but he knows like everyone's going to expect when to speak. So I'm just going to come out and throw a mic away and get in the ring and beat the fuck out of someone. And it yep. just works so well. Um, like, and we also we also have to remember he's definitely lifted the elevation commentary team. So he yes, has. yes, he, he has. <laughs> he's fucking brilliant. So yes, I uh, he's been such a good get. He he is deserves this. Um, it looks like he's not self sabotaging this time. Uh, mm. Like he's done so many times before, but um, I the 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 guy is like such an integral part of that roster. Um, and I hope he doesn't go away anytime soon. Um, I think from the from the women's wrestling, you need to point out Hikaru Shida and Deep. Fuck me. Gee, and I don't they, think they're done. I don't think they're I, done. And they're not done. <laughs> They they will have a I said they'll they'll have a fourth match but they might leave it a while um, yeah yeah because yeah they're still cutting promos on each other but God they they've put on some incredible matches um, like three three incredible matches which is mm-hmm. Deeb just showing why she's considered to be the Bret Hart of women's wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. and Sheeta just doing the Sheeta thing um, yeah excellent uh, probably the they would have put on the best women's match if it wasn't for one other women's match I saw it just has a beat <laughs> and that is Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa then the, the lights out match brilliant hey? crazy shit and we just had Kind of another one of those with with uh, Anna oh, Jay, Ty Conti versus uh, the Bunny and Penelope Ford, Ford. Um, and I uh, that's that <laughs> that was great, but uh, yeah, Britt Baker Thunder Rosa was great. And, uh, part of what makes that as well is like how how you see how much it meant to them. Mm-hmm. Um, just to get that main event spot, um, going out there and like to to do all this crazy shit, um. At that point, I don't think Thunder Rosa was even officially working for AEW either. No, I don't think she'd been signed yet. Which, uh, mm. yeah, you need to get you need to get her in because, <laughs> like, it it is a testament though to how much they trusted her to sort of go. We know you don't work here, but uh, go and main event with one of our biggest names. Mm. Definitely, definitely. But outside AEW, uh, I do have to mention three different matches from the same pay per view when we watched Slammiversary. Uh, the Ultimate X match, I thought was absolutely incredible. Mm. Just six high flyers. And I know we like to talk about people in there. Like, you obviously mentioned Brian Danielson there. He's 42. I think Petey Williams is in his mid to early 40s. Yeah, he's in his 40s. Fuck, he can still go. He's fucking brilliant. And just, obviously, everyone's doing Canadian Destroyers these days. So Petey Williams has to go, right let me show you how to do something really nuts. And he does a Canadian destroyer off of two. I thought it was just the one, but I quickly looked it up there. There was one guy sort of standing hunched over. Then Chris Bay was standing on his back and Petey Williams came off the top of him. So it was like off two different people, which was just amazing. Um, and obviously speaking of Thunder Rosa, she was the sort of surprise challenger for uh, Diana Perazzo. And they put on an absolutely amazing match as well. Because yeah. I'm about, I wasn't at first keen on Diana Perazzo, but uh, no, I've definitely warmed up there. I think she's absolutely uh, she, fantastic. She is fantastic. Um, Aye, 
her and Britt Baker apparently uh, have been chatting and they want to do something. But everyone thought they were talking about a match against each other. But apparently, no, they they want to do some tag team thing together. Apparently, they're old friends and they want to do some tag team thing together. So uh, that would make more sense. Together. That would make more sense considering, you know, they're both heels and mm-hmm. be pretty assholes. cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, they bo- they're both full of themselves for definite. Um, yeah. and then of course the, the last one has to be the, once again, Mr. Kenny Omega and against my favorite impact guy, Sammy Callahan. I thought that match was absolutely insane what they were putting each other through. Yeah. Um, if we want to point out some more stuff outside of AEW, um, Dragonov versus Walter NXT, mm. dear Jesus, Walter's his chops he got, he's got the most devastating chops like legitimately I've seen those. in wrestling it is ridiculous these two beat the absolute shit out of each other it was a rematch where i think this is the one that the dragon of finally won uh beat walter yeah, for i think that's the one i seen running at yours uk title i think it, i think it was mm. such a good match um i need to make shuri versus uh utami hayashida um Fuck me! It's the one where they wrestle to a draw. Um, mm. For the this is the stardom, um, the the red title, the main title. Uh, so they wrestle to a draw. Uh, Utami gets on the mic and says, "No, no, <laughs> we're not leaving like that. Give us an over ten minutes." They give them the other <laughs> ten minutes. Still a draw, um, and so um actually watching this uh, event or I was before we, we started recording I haven't got to the match but it's their, their rematch from uh, the 29th there for the, the end of year show with Stardom uh, where it has no time limit um, I sure he is very very good um, she she was in UFC for a while um, right. but don't hold that against her she's not like Brock Lesnar she's she's <laughs> and Utami Hayashita, um, I can't say her second name, Hayashishita, Shista. it's one of those really awkward names to say. Um, she's 22 years old and is the top champion in stardom, so yeah, I should tell you all you need to know. Um, yeah. So, such a good uh, good year for just, just pure fucking matches. Um, One other match I have to point out was the match you showed me between Okada and Jeff Cobb. Oh, yes. Fuck, that was what that, a match. That was a very good match. Uh, on top of that as well is Okada versus Will Ospreay uh, from, from Wrestle Kingdom. Ooh, I bet you that was good. Um all fairness, so Shingo uh, Takagi is the champion, and the only reason he's champion is because Will Ospreay got injured. Uh, yes. Everyone accepts that, but he has taken that opportunity and fucking ran with it. He is put on so many good matches. Um, mm. Yeah, against your Tanahashi, uh, Sabre Jr., Ishii, um, Again, if if you're looking on on cage match here, his name comes up so much 
uh, and all the stuff that's rated nine or higher. Um, so he, he still, his problem is he hasn't got a lot of charisma to him, you know. He's but very, he's unbelievable in the ring. He's very good in the ring. Um, but so is that another dream match, think Danielson Osprey? Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Osprey, um, Danielson Okada. Oof, oof. Give me that one. <laughs> I still want Grayson and Danielson. Why didn't we get that? <laughs> Danielson uh, Ibushi. Oh fuck! In the face when once his arm gets better. Actually, my dream match, and if it ever happens, would be unbelievable. I want Miro and Cobb. That would be that would be a hell of a B slapper. <laughs> Speaking of, Miro, did you see he's got the new Street Fighter crossover t-shirt on AEW? Yeah, I did see that one. It's Zangief, so I might have to get that. <laughs> I wonder what this movie is he's, he's filming. Wrestler movies are never great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, right, I guess we better Aye. sort of call that... We've just wrapped up all of 2021 pre there, folks. There you go. And games and wrestling, anyway. Sorry, don't watch enough. <laughs> That's all that matters. Don't watch enough movies or TV shows. <laughs> if you want TV shows, yeah, that Squid Game was all right. I haven't even watched that yet. I'm too busy getting through always sunny. <laughs> Gen- generally, it, it is good. I I only just watched it. I like left. And, so the hype went away and went, all right, I'll watch it now. No, but it's, <laughs> it's genuinely good. Um, yeah, we're back again next week, probably with a, this was a bit of a big episode, but we had to go through all the games, so you'll forgive us for that. So, yep. until next time, bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>